Welcome to another exciting podcast episode of the Decline and Fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the new studios in Holly Springs, North Carolina. And today we have an interesting and fascinating subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about how the United States spends twice as much as every other country on health care, but we get worse results for our health. Let me repeat that. We're going to be talking today how the United States spends twice as much as every other country on health care, but our health care outcomes are worse than every other country that's industrialized and developed. So we're paying twice as much and we're getting worse health care. How did that happen? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, we're living in a country, you know this and I know this, there is no national health care system in the United States. Other countries have a national health care system. A lot of people in this country can't afford health care. A lot of people don't have health care. And those that have it have to be very careful when they use it because otherwise they get these massive bills that they can't afford and cannot pay. That's health care in the United States. It's a disaster. And, of course, the result is stress, frustrations, bankruptcies, and death and illnesses and people going untreated for years. Well, in other countries, these are simple conditions. People go in, they get treated for free, they walk out, they get on with their lives. Well, we have a mess here. They don't. Why is that? That's what we're going to be talking about today on the decline and fall of America. So I'm going to be reading an article today, and afterwards we'll discuss it. This article is in the Daily Mail newspaper. The Daily Mail is from England, from the United Kingdom, from Great Britain. It is a very reputable newspaper. Its articles tend to focus on statistics, data, research, and studies. And those are the kind of articles that I like. It gives me a little bit of information to share with you and to discuss So I'll read you this article, and afterwards we'll discuss it, and you can make up your own mind. Do you think this is okay, or is it not okay? Do you think this is the sign of a healthy empire, or do you think this is yet another sign of the decline and fall of America? Here's the article headline, quote, United States spends more than twice as much on health care as similar countries, but scores worse on nearly every health metric a damning report finds. Quote, the United States spends about double what peer nations spend on health care for their people, yet Americans on average live shorter lives, are more likely to have chronic illness, and have higher odds of dying by suicide. Compared to other wealthy nations like Japan or Switzerland or France or Australia, Americans die on average three years earlier with higher odds that their deaths could have been prevented with better access to care. Quote, the United States also holds the grim title of having the highest rates of maternal mortality, with 24 moms dying for every 100,000 babies born, which is nearly two and a half times the average in other wealthy countries, and it's 19 times greater than the best performer on the list, the Netherlands. Despite all of this, spending on health care by the government, health insurers, and consumers ticked past $4.3 trillion in 2021. It now accounts for 18% of the nation's GDP, which is gross domestic product. That's our size of our economy. It's 18% of it. Quote, that's about twice what similarly wealthy countries spend on average. In return, those countries consistently report better infant and new mother survival rates and better access to affordable medications and less bureaucratic bloat. Interesting, isn't this? Here's the article again. Quote, Dr. Georges Benjamin, the executive director of the nonprofit American Public Health Association, told the Daily Mail, 
quote, I'm not surprised by this report, but I remain shocked because every year our policymakers state that they're concerned about the cost of healthcare and how much we're spending. And yet there's a blueprint out there from all over the all other, all other industrialized nations in the world on how to solve this. And we haven't followed that blueprint. And in the latest damning report, policy experts at the healthcare think tank Commonwealth Fund showed that 60% of excess spending on healthcare in the United States goes towards bureaucratic and administrative costs, such as working with private health insurance to cover the services. A large share also goes towards compensating doctors and nurses more compared to peer countries and paying far more per person on prescription drugs. The Commonwealth Fund think tank focused on healthcare and policy and has been tracking U.S. healthcare expenditures and outcomes against the other countries for years. The previous report by the think tank considered a range of metrics by which to compare the United States healthcare spending for different services compared to 37 democratic countries and which make up the Organization for Economic Cooperation, which is known as OECD countries. Quote, Around half of all Americans have some form of chronic condition, such as diabetes, cancer, asthma, cystic fibrosis, or dementia. It's the highest proportion of any wealthy country anywhere. Yet an estimated 86% of healthcare costs attribute to chronic disease. Spending gobs of money on the most groundbreaking treatments and the best physicians possible would be more easy, easily justified if our population health was consist- consequently better than anywhere else in the world, but that's not the case in the United States. Nowhere is this outcome displayed more plainly than in the measure of U.S. life expectancy over the years. Even before the protracted opioid overdose crisis gripped the country in the mid-2010s, the U.S. has already had the lowest life expectancy from birth out of all of the OECD countries. Quote, the U.S. has never broken the OECD average life expectancy of 80 years. It's always staying well below 79 as far back as 1980 when life expectancy was 77. In fact, U.S. life expectancy is still around 77 years, despite having the most innovative medical treatments and the most qualified scientists. The disparity in maternal mortality between the United States and other rich countries is also exceptionally wide and has been getting worse and wider with every passing year. Quote, for every 100,000 live births in the United States, 24 new mothers died, a rate that's 2.4 times higher than the OECD average. It goes on to say, I'm skipping a little bit of this long article. Um, it goes, quote, they report that 30% of the excess healthcare spending in the United States goes towards administrative costs. 15% goes towards healthcare systems like human resources, accreditation, and quality reporting systems. Another 15% goes, uh, goes along with $1.3 trillion to the private healthcare insurance industry, which deals with matters such as patient eligibility for co- coverage, paperwork filing, and services, and at what fractions of the total cost. And the gap between America's expenditures on administrative costs and the next highest spender, Switzerland, is wide. The U.S. does not provide equal access to health care by maintaining a private health care system run by massive private corporations. And while the Swiss spend about $528 on administrative costs per 100,000 people, the United States government spends 925 And prescription drug spending, a major sticking point with U.S. politics, is twice as high as compared to peer nations. Well, I'm not going to read the whole article. It goes on and on. You should really look it up online. It's in the Daily Mail. It's got a lot of charts and graphs. It basically tells you what you already know. Our healthcare system in this country stinks because we don't have a healthcare system, right? We've got a bunch of greedy corporations ripping us off, and we know it, and the government allows it, and it's terrible. 
and we're dying three years younger than other countries, and, are, and we're paying twice as much for it. All of which is to say, this, in my opinion, when an empire is not taking care of its own citizens medically, it's a clear sign of the decline and fall of America. Am I wrong about that? Do you disagree with that? Do you think this is a success story when our country is paying twice as much for healthcare and getting worse results on every metric from birth to death, worse results? I don't think that's, that's a good outcome. And we don't seem to change. We look around. I mean, we have Canada right next door. They've got national health care. They've got a great system. You and I don't get national health care until you're either disabled or you turn 65 and then you get Medicare. Why is it that you only get great health care provided by the government when you're 65 or disabled? Canada does it from birth. So does just about every other country. What's so magical about turning 65 if you make it that far and all of a sudden you get good health care? The rest of your life, you've been suffering, paying too much? Really? Is that a good system? Does that work? Does that make any sense to anybody? Now, who's in favor of this system? Well, obviously, our broken and corrupt federal government, right? Because our politicians can take bribes from the insurance companies, and they can take bribes from the uh, pharmaceutical companies. They can take bribes from the, from the doctors, and they can take bribes from the hospitals, and that's what they do. They call them campaign contributions, and they rake them in, don't they? Don't they rake them in? Millions and millions. So our politicians get rich, and the doctors, pharmacists, hospitals, they all get rich. The insurance companies, they all get rich. And you and I get poorer and poorer and poorer and poorer and poorer. And we die younger and younger and younger and younger. Now, come on. I ask you, once again, is this not a clear sign of the decline and fall of America? I'm Charles Factor, your worldwide podcasting host, broadcasting live from the brand new Holly Springs Studios in the great state of North Carolina, wishing you a great day.